Click, click, boom. What's going on, Faithfuls? The Nothing But Niners crew is back. And guys, we are here to bring you guys a fun-filled episode of More Midnight Madness. 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 Yeah. <laughs> look at there, guys. If you look at the screen right now and you're on the YouTube channel, you can see all of the formalities are up there and waiting for your guys' contributions on those pages. So make sure you get over there, follow, like, subscribe, review, all those good things, man. We appreciate all that positive stuff. And uh, I think that's it. I think it's time to talk, man. Uh, my name is 49ers Mike underscore NFL. And to my left is my guy, Brian. By the way, I I did something. I was on a, I was on a show earlier, but I was on my tablet. And the, it's not inverted on my tablet when I did the show earlier with, uh, <laughs> with the guy. And so I, I said over my right shoulder, but it was really over my left. It was so weird, like it not being backwards. So when I do this, I'm actually pointing to my left, right. even though you're on my right. right on the screen. It was so messed up, man. I was like, wow, that just it just felt weird. You know what I'm saying? So uh, but we are here. We're here to bring you guys a fun filled show. High energy. Uh, hopefully I'm already sweating. Um, and, you know, we're late because of Mike. You guys already know how that goes. Uh, Brian, how are you today, man? You had a long weekend. What's going on with you, man? Yeah, I mean, things are getting better over here. I mean, uh, unfortunately, the winds have changed, so the smoke's rolling out this way, but uh, fires are, you know, getting less uh, uh, stuff that's closer anyway. So, uh, you know, that was good. We had a pretty calm weekend, didn't really go out and do much, just been uh, preparing for these shows, and that's about it. How often do the fires set in on, on like this, like out where you are? Because every uh, summer, <laughs> every, it's every summer. So, this is a normal occurrence for you guys. Yes. Uh, and the only reason I'm asking that is because I'm just curious as to how, uh, like what's the, like, do they say don't go outside anymore? You know what I mean? Like, how does that right. work? Where you at, a certain point, at a certain point, depending on where the, uh, the ways the winds are blowing, uh, it affects the air quality. And so they'll be like, okay, like for the kids and stuff, like when we get into August, if, if the air quality gets too bad, like the football players and soccer players, they'll actually have to practice indoors in the gyms and stuff like that. So they, you know, it really limits their ability to train, um, you know, cross country. They have to run first thing in the morning, Usually yeah. before the smoke sets in and those kind of things. Now, how does okay? So I'm confused. I, I've heard that before, and I didn't know you were going to say that. But how does the time of day affect the air quality? Well, typically, typically at night because of the temperature change, it creates different pressure. So therefore, the the wind or the the smoke gets cleared out. So when you wake up in the morning, it tends to be better. Um, not every, not all the time, but it just tends to be better in the morning. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if you can co corroborate this or whatever, but uh, I think that when the Niners were going through something similar, uh, they were saying that they were going to make the practices earlier. And so I'm assuming that's mm -hmm. why then. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. All right, cool. and I, I don't know if there's a difference when it comes to like uh, elevation also, because like we're at almost 4,500 feet, obviously the Bay Area is at sea level or close to it. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I mean, the Bay Area typically you know, I mean, you've been out there. It gets pretty windy, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not like Chicago windy, but, it, you know, that right, day right. gets pretty windy. So um, when they have fires, unfortunately, if the winds are moving to the west, it will blow it out right into, you know, where their practice fields are and stuff like that. Okay. And I know you guys are saying, you guys are supposed to be doing the first five minutes or on Twitter today. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, guys. We're going to get to it all in five minutes or less. I promise you that because there's only one topic today to discuss that was on Twitter. And it was this one right here. Uh, our guy, my number one player on the San Francisco 49ers, not on the defense, on the entire team. His birthday was today. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a nice round of applause and say a happy birthday to my guy, Jimmy Ward. Jimmy, 
happy birthday. What do you think here, Brian? Yeah, definitely. Happy birthday. Shout out to him. I I, I love your accolades. I'm not sure I agree with uh, the overall uh, thought process there, but hey, that's why, why we do this show. No, there's no hate. It's just uh, like, I, you know, I've been I've been honest about Jimmy. You know, I'm glad that he's come along where he was, because in the beginning, you know, with the, the different um, injuries that he came up against, you know, that was that was a lot to overcome, you know, and a lot of probably hate that he had to listen to until he could get there. I mean, look, come on, just look up at that guy right there. Look at that picture, right? Like this guy is on a mission. Now, he went from 25 to 20. I don't know if people remember that number change. And when he did, I feel like Jimmy changed. Part of his personality changed. I felt like he became a little bit more aggressive. And I am really, really excited to see what happens with him this year. Uh, he has been on a uh, public uh, mission to have his role changed. Uh, his his job increased and have a little bit more fun in that secondary. He wants to play a little bit more at the line. He wants to try to make plays on the ball and not just be the deep defender. So let's see what uh, D'Amico Ryans brings to the table for him. And, you know, we're going to be locked in no matter what. We're going to be sitting here. We're going to be cheering and rooting for him, or at least I know I will be. Uh, and I just can't wait to see how he's utilized because I think Jimmy can be a very, very big and valuable asset to our favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers. So, again, happy 30th birthday to him. Uh, you're officially old in football years. But the good <laughs> news is, here's the good news. Normally when players that are corners turn 30, 31, they say, hey, move over to safety. He's already there. We still can use him for another three or four years, in my opinion. How long? How much longer do you think Jimmy has left at the safety position? At a high at a high level, I should say. Um, on this team or – for for his career, however long you think he could play at a high level. Um. Well, I know he'll he'll be here for probably two more years at least, unless they do an extension on him. Um, I think that uh, the level at which he's playing that we saw him play last year, I think that uh, we should probably continue to see something like that, barring injury. Uh, I would say probably for for four more years. I would say thirty four. You know, before you see that, I mean, but then again, yeah. it also depends on, you know, how, how well his off seasons and his training can or his uh, um, strength and conditioning, you know, processes and who he's working with for that. Cause that way that can always extend a player's career. I mean, you can look at, you know, several of the guys who are, you know, not quite my age, but getting close to my age, <laughs> probably closer to Mike's age um, that are, uh, uh, you know, still in the league, but you know, they've had to overcome or, you know, uh, change up their uh, diets and stuff like that in order to make that happen. I don't know many 37-year-olds in the NFL, but that's another conversation for another time. Guys, it is time to get to your questions. So let's see what's out there in the in the comments in the chat in the chat area over here. Uh, Emsley, I hate to say this, but she always brings it, and I look forward to her questions. I'm happy that she got the first one tonight, breaking the streak. I mean, this is good. They're getting in here, and they're getting in here early. Oh, let good. me make it bigger. Uh, I, I changed the brand because of the show that we were on earlier. That's what she said. You, going, you just going to let him say that about your husband? You don't have any kind of – all right, it's cool. Uh, Emily asked, uh, what is one dream you have yet to accomplish? Always good questions from this young woman. Yeah, she's, uh, she's very cerebral in her questions. I like that. Um I would say for me, uh, probably a crazy European vacation with my family. I mean, I've got a chance to travel, but I would love to be able to do that with my family and share those experiences. Um, so that would be something for me. I mean, I've had the opportunity to do just about everything that I've dreamt of doing. So um, 
that's probably it. It's a lot of traveling for me. Uh, I want to, I, I think that my family and I, especially with this new job, we're financially secure, but I'm ready to see it like, uh, just take the next step. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, I don't stress about finances or anything like that uh, ever anymore. Um, but it's just one of those things where I feel like there's always ways to improve. I don't want to be, uh, well, I wouldn't mind being wealthy or rich, right? But I'm not looking for, you know, an abundance of income. So, You're not you know, looking like, for Bezos money? I mean, that would be great, right? Like, who's going to argue against that? Uh, sure. But I'm just saying you're not looking for it. <laughs> right, right. I don't need anything like that. But I would absolutely love to just, you know, be able to, like, get pissed off at work and be like, you know what? You, I'm out and just not have to worry about looking for a job anytime soon. I don't live that kind of lifestyle right now. Uh, but hopefully one day I get there. But I, you know, I've, I've always been a family guy. Uh, that has been my number one priority in my entire life, uh, even before I had a family. And uh, I think that I have a great one. So I, I don't have many dreams. Uh, oh, wait, I do have one. I want to be an actor still. I, st I, th I still think I want to do that. I just got to get my wife to be comfortable with some of the roles that I may have to take on uh, and the travel and stuff like that, you know, because being the only uh, driver in the house is a lot of, you know, it's a lot on one person. So I don't know how much I'll be able to get out and actually pursue my dreams. Uh, I know I was offered some roles in some big movies before, and it was two weeks at a time you had to be away and mm -hmm. in New York to record. So I don't know if I have that luxury uh, even right now, uh, but it would be something that I would like to do. I do want to pursue my uh, dreams and my acting career. I think that'll be a lot of fun. So maybe maybe that's one there. That's a dream. That's a dream. Good question, though. All right. The next one's for you to read. Here we go. Danny Albright sends us, what are you expecting in the preseason? How many series uh, the starters will play. Ooh, breaking it down to series. Wow. Um, I haven't really thought about it in a series thought process, <laughs> more of a quarter process for me. Um, I would expect that game one, we will probably see the starters do probably two series and then they'll be out. I mean, obviously you have some starters that are going to play the whole game because it's just, that's the way the NFL works. We only have so many people. Um, and then uh, week two, if we have guessed that right, should be the dress rehearsal. I expect them to play the first half at a minimum. So how many ever series they can conduct in, in two quarters. And then the third game will be some more of the same. They'll probably get one or two series, and then that should be it for those guys. I guess it's all going to be determined on how you think game three is going to be. Is game three the dress rehearsal or is it game two? Right, that's what I'm saying. Whichever, whether it's two or three, we don't know. So, I mean, that's something that the league hasn't – I mean, not that it's ever officially put out in that kind of sense, but, you know, over the years we've we've known that game three was always the dress rehearsal. Uh, now that we only have three preseason games, it may be game two like Tony was talking about. It could be game three. We don't know. Uh, I'm going to put a number out there. I think that the starters play all three games. And I'm going to say a total of six series. Total mm -hmm. of six. All right. So that, that's what I'm going to go with. So you're only going to get two series on your dress rehearsal day? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because I think it's going to be less about um, the guys. I think it's going to be less about the starters, right? The Niners have a, a either really young group or a veteran group. There's not really that in-between area anymore. And the young guys are going to have to get more snaps. You know what I mean? Like, so for example, Nick Bosa is a young guy, but I don't see him taking too many reps because he's coming back from that injury. Mm -hmm. I think the team knows what Nick Bosa is capable of, and they would just rather uh, see who's behind him and who can take on that position. Same thing for D Ford, right? A veteran 
However, he's not going to be out there taking up a lot of snaps because they know what D Ford can bring to the table when he's healthy and ready to go. So I don't think that we see a lot of them out there. Um, you know, and the same thing goes on the offensive side of the ball. You look at Mac, you look at Williams uh, on the offensive line, right? You look at Tomlinson. What are they going to be out there for? What are we gaining by putting them out there? And so I think that the starters, you only need to see those for two series. I, uh, so that's that's really what I, I think. I think it'll be a little bit different this year. All right. Ice Niner asked, uh, who do you think will lead the team in sacks, Bosa versus opposite side combined? Ikubam Ford, which running back will be leading receiving out of the backfield? Uh, who do you think will lead the team in sacks, Bosa versus opposite side? Ikubam hmm. or Ford. So, okay. Yeah. So out of out of Bosa or so out of the left end or the right end, which one do you think will lead the team in sacks? Okay, I get it. I think even when you combine the potential for Sosa and Ford, I think Bosa still beats them out. Wow. Oh, that's bold. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the opposite side. Mm. Okay. Can I ask this question? If I I want to I want to choose the opposite side, but I want to choose them like in tandem. So <laughs> so Sosa slash Ford versus uh. Yeah, versus Bosa, because I I still think there'll be a rotation over there on the other side, but I think the two of them on that side get more sacks than Bosa, because I think that Bosa is going to be the one that's getting all the double teams and triple teams even. So uh, if that makes any sense, not to say that they can do that all game. It's not sustainable. Obviously, we know that. Uh, but I still think that uh, he's going to be the guy that gets all the pressure and all the looks. So, yeah, I think that Kinlaw having Kinlaw next to him is going to help a lot with Ooh, allowing him to that. That's Have good. Time. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good take. I forgot about that. And which running back will be leading receiver out the backfield. And this is a nice little caveat. He changed it up on us a little bit, B. Right. Yeah. And I think that'll start um, probably with sermon, but I think as the roles shift, as the season moves on, if we, if it happens the way we think it's going to, or the way we've discussed it will happen. Um, I think that, uh, um, Mostert ends up with the total with the total leading receiving yards out of the backfield for running backs. Okay, uh, but he so receiving receive he's talking about catch, mm-hmm. catches. I don't know if Mostert's going to be a pass catching back here. Uh, I'm going to go with damn the guy I wanted the name is actually injured. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. right. Because then you have to look at Goldman and Mitchell, and right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Sermon. I'm gonna go with Sermon. Yeah. Final answer. Sermon. That's yeah. yeah I think he starts off that way. I just think that their roles kind of shift as the season yeah. moves along, and I think it becomes Mostert is going to end up being the pass catching down. I think or back. I think. All right. Here you go. This one's for you. So Link sends us, hey guys, Olympic is coming up. Pole vault, javelin, or throwing disc. Which one you think you will do good and not so much? Go us USA. Um, so I, I will tell you first right now, uh, the pole vault and this fat guy, not going to be friends. And then um, javelin, I uh, actually got to throw javelin a little bit, so I will go with that because I'm better with the straight motions versus the spinning around in circles for the disc. Um, all right, so 
uh, pole vault, we, in, in the high school that I went to, we got to do a lot of the track and field events like that. Um, pole vault is a lot of fun. Uh, but that was, like you said, a lot of pounds ago. And I just don't know if I still got that in me anymore. Um, <laughs> but as far as like my vertical and my hand-eye coordination and timing and rhythm and all that stuff, I'm still really good at those kind of things. So I think I would do okay. I, I really do. I think I would be all right in that. So uh, not, I wouldn't be great in it, but I think I would do okay. And then, like you said, um, the javelin, you know, just the, the running and just, just hurling the spear. I, oh, I was okay. I shouldn't have said that. But yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Go with Throwing the javelin, okay? Uh, Link's second question is, is there any NBN merchandise that we can buy, buy uh, that we can buy any chance? Uh, not yet. There, There's some stuff that is coming. I know I've been saying that for a while. Uh, our goal was to get it up here uh, by August. I'm still working on it, but there will be some nothing but Niners gear uh, for those of you who are looking to support the guys. Um, and I, I'm going to put out a poll on that because I, I have some uh, reservations, I'll say. I have some concerns about uh, putting out some, some material to see what people would actually be interested in buying. So we'll discuss all of that at a, at a later time. But, yes, there will be things coming. I promise you that. All right. Uh, the next question is – oh, hey, you got three in a row here. All right, B, go ahead. So Link sends another one. Deep tissue massage from a mas massage therapist or cracking your bones from the chiropractor. Which do you prefer? And for me, it's really going to depend on what I have going on. But I, I have had enough experience uh, – working alongside of chiropractors throughout uh, my time in the military that uh, I am able to do some of my own adjustments. And so, but I cannot massage my back on my own. So I will go with the massage therapist every day. Yeah. Um, I've had a couple of massages. Um, I think I, I've never been to a real chiropractor, like to really straighten me out. I've had people walk on my back and stuff like that and certain stretches and all. But I think that I probably could go for an, another alignment. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with chiropractor, but that, that's just a gut feeling, nothing that I know for sure. So I'm, I'm going to go with the chiropractor. would probably be more needed for myself. All right. Uh, link there with the triple header there. All right. Here we go. Yeah. DJ Malone, he found a food question for us. <laughs> What's your favorite flavor of Oreos, guys? I... I don't understand this. Are there well because they have all the date the crazy stuff that comes out for the holidays and they have the um vanilla ones that have you know they still have the vanilla icing inside, but then they're like vanilla on the outside as well. They have like their uh, yellow cookie, maybe their lemon. I don't know. I know they have crazy ones for Easter and Fourth of July. They have red and blue and uh red, white, and blue, and then um I've seen green Oreos, so I think that's what he's talking about. I'm gonna be a double stuff uh just the original version double stuffed if I'm going to have Oreos, but I don't have them very often. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to go with the double stuff because I like those more than the standards, but I believe it's Japan that has like dozens and dozens of actual flavors of the Oreos. I, I believe it's Japan. Huh? Oh, and Kit Kat. She said in Kit Kat also. They haven't. Right. Kit Kats also. So um, I haven't had any of those things. I'm not. Again, I, I sound like a corny old guy. I hate saying this so much, but I'm not much of a sweet guy, so uh, I don't I don't really get into that bag too much. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna stick with the the, the boring old double stuffed Oreo. Uh, when I do get that aching for them, that's the one I want. Can you give us a little bit more volume? The chat says they're you're quiet. 
Oh, sorry about that. I have no problem turning it up. Crank it up. Is it too loud now? Going to eleven. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. Is that? Is, am I good? Am I good you're like good. this? You're good. Okay. I for uh, me. Uh, his next part of his question was: As far as the AFC playoff picture goes, do you guys think it'll be Browns, Ravens, Colts, Titans, Bills, Dolphins, and Chiefs making the playoffs? Oh, he wants the whole gambit of the seven teams. Yep. And so, um, for me, I'm going to say you're pretty dang close, but I'm going to throw a big curveball. I'm going to say the Chiefs aren't going to make it this year. The Chiefs aren't going to make the postseason? Because the, Ch- the Chargers are going to beat them out for the division. Wow. That we'll is quite the take, my man. We'll see. I was just what? super impressed with the Chargers last year. I think that the, the Chiefs are on the downslide after losing their offensive line last year and having to rebuild – um, and so I don't know, you know, they lost both their tackles. We're going to have to, you know, fix that. And I know that they've already addressed a lot of that, but, um, I just think that the chemistry, you know, that the Super Bowl team had is, is going to be missing. Um, so I'm going to go give the nod to the chargers to take it. And then I think that the other guy, the other teams just going to have better records than the chiefs are going to have. Uh, I'm going to say the chiefs still make it. I don't know if they will be the number one seed like they've been the last couple of seasons, but I just even even when they're bad, I mean, they still have a good good play caller and Andy Reid, uh, a longtime uh, veteran at this. So I'm gonna say that they still make it. I'm just not sure um, what seed they're gonna be because I do think that someone else can take that division from them. Um, now, with that being said, uh, who am I gonna? What other teams am I gonna pick? I, I like the rest of the lineup that you have here. Um, Colts and Titans coming from that division. I'd probably take them out and put in uh, the Steelers. Excuse me. I'll take the Wait, Steelers, Bengals. Who else is in that division? Steelers, Bengals. Ravens. Ravens and Steelers, Bengals, Ravens. Who am I missing? Browns, right? I'm going to – so he's got the Browns in there. Yep. And he's got the Ravens. Hmm. I'm going to take the Colts out. Okay. I changed my mind. I know I've said otherwise before. I'm going to take the Colts out and uh, put someone else in. So I'm just going to, I don't know. I'm going to say where the Steelers go. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe the Steelers. There you go. All right. Uh, Jorge Manzo says, I'm a big Niner fan like you guys, but what do you think of the, Dwight Smith interview of the NFL being rigged. I know, Mike, you like conspiracies. Yeah, I'm a big conspiracy theory guy, um, but I I don't think the NFL is rigged. If the, if the NFL is rigged, um, it would come from the officiating, which um, most teams who lose have an argument there to be made, right? Uh, everybody feels like their team is being cheated all the time. But I'm going to I'm going to have to say uh I don't think it's rigged. I just think it's um, – I think it's favorable. You know how it – well, if you watch NBA, um, there's players that get favorable calls, and I think that's how the NFL works. I think certain teams, even certain players, uh, you know, we've seen Tom Brady get hit in the middle of a throw and they'll throw a flag and say it was a late hit, uh, stuff like that. So um, I'm not going to say it's completely rigged because if you're just a better team that day, you're just a better team. You know, if you work harder, it sounds cheesy and all, but I really do believe that. Uh, it's based off of the merit in the NFL. 
So what about you, B? What do you think? I did not see the interview, so I don't know anything about the that situation. Okay. All right. I like it, man. I like it. Let's keep it moving here. Uh, Callie chimes in. If healthy, fingers crossed, do we potentially – or do we have potentially a top five offensive line? And does McGlinchey bounce back from last season? So I'm going to go with yes and yes. Yeah, I've been uh, documented showing my uh, love and support for my guy Mike McGlinchey, and that's not changing anytime soon, guys. I think Mike McGlinchey is going to be the real deal. I think he's going to be a top five tackle in the NFL this season. I really do. So uh, I'm 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 hitching my horse to uh, Big Mike McGlinchey. I think he's going to be all right. I think he's going to be better than all right. If I'm being completely honest here. All right. Um, Geo says. Is anyone going to the Eagles game? Raise your hand if you're going. All right. So you got at least two of us here. Uh, I know Nick is planning on going. Eric Crocker is planning on going. Uh, Tony wants to go. Um, I believe Breezy is going. It might be a whole nothing but Niners party over there. I got to find out what's going on with Big Mike uh, to see. But it seems like everybody from the nothing but Niners crew was going to be there. So, yeah, a lot of people are planning on going to that game, man. It's on the East Coast, and we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to have some – I'm going to have some uh, Johnny Walker blue with my man, Brian. Right on. All right. Uh, DJ Malone chimes in with a blast from the past. If Steve Young doesn't get injured in 1999, how far do we go? I have no way to answer that question. I'm trying to think back to how that season played out and what our uh, deficiencies were in 99. And I, I can't quite remember um i mean listen the niners the niners were always a playoff team um back then and i don't see it being any different but they also had their struggles against certain teams and back then it was like it was a consistent like rummaging of talent you know between the cowboys niners and giants it was just all out war so uh i don't see that being any different so uh i i don't know how far we could have gone but we i think the team definitely makes a playoff push uh steve young at that time was uh well into his um like his knowledge of the game you know what i'm saying like the Mm -hmm. uh his he was so cerebral a very underrated portion aspect of his of his game and i think that we would have been just fine he would have kept us competitive in every single game all right uh the other parts of his question was spearmint or peppermint this is a very interesting question i want to know what you got brian so i'm not exactly sure which what he's so if it's like a gum, I'm all about the spearmint. I don't, you know, but if like a uh, little uh, starburst, uh, the the white uh, candies that have a little red outlines on the ridges or whatever, the peppermint candies, I, you know, that's great for when you're feeling nauseous or something like that. So I, I, you know, I go with, depends on what you're, what you're applying it to, I guess. I'm, I'm going to go spearmint no matter what. Spearmint is just a better flavor to me than peppermint. Uh, even if I can find like toothpaste, spearmint versus regular peppermint i like i like that more than anything else uh which preseason game did you guys say we should pay attention to versus who in regards to the quarterback situation um i believe he's go ahead i believe he's referring to uh when tony said we should pay attention to the third game no he said the second game he thought that the the old third week week three game and when we had the four preseason games the third third week was our dress rehearsal. And so Tony said that he thinks that the second week will be our dress rehearsal um, when we were having that discussion the other day. 
but uh, I got you. Okay. All right. So yeah, that, that's probably what he's referring to there. Yeah, the NFL hasn't put anything out. Obviously, that's never anything that's really official. So it's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that the league can mandate how teams are utilizing their right. players. It was just a, no. it was a monkey see, monkey do type of situation. So right, I just haven't heard any of the beat writers, anyone ask that question yet. You know, maybe in training camp we'll hear what NFL teams are planning to do as far as which game will be dress rehearsal. Um, but I would agree. You know, at first I said thir- thir- the third week, just because that's what it had always been. But once Tony brought up that, you know, the second week will probably be where it's at. I, I think I'm more in line with that. Okay. Uh, Niner Rick 49 says, what would you consider a failed season enough to warrant Shanahan's firing? I think that this team could go 0-17 and Shanahan's still not getting fired this season. Yeah, I was going to say something super inappropriate uh, having to do with why Jared Goff is no longer in in L.A. So I'll leave it at that. You guys can do the research as to why Jared Goff really isn't there anymore. Um, and that I think that's what it would take for Shanahan to not be uh, with the 49ers. So, yeah. Uh, now, a failed season, aside from that, if we're fully healthy and we don't make the playoffs, the postseason, I don't care who the quarterback is, uh, Shanahan should be facing a lot of questions. I'll say questions, but definitely not. Right. Uh, I think he'll be on the hot seat come next season if something like that was to happen, but I don't think that – there. I don't think that there's anything that he – and John Lynch could do this season. They would put either of their jobs in risk, at risk, excuse me. Um, you know, they went to Jed for permission to pursue this quarterback and keep Jimmy. So, you know, God forbid something happens to both of them. Um, you know, I, even at that, I just, I don't see there's a situation unless there's some crazy falling out with them and Jed um, to make it happen. All right. I like it. I like it. Niner Rick doubles up on us here. This will probably be the last one. If you could snap your fingers and bring back a past 49ers team to play this season, which team and why? Um, I'm going to go with the 94 team. I mean, they're just – I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even think I need to say anything. But right. it was so well put together. That team was just ridiculous. Um, so Absolutely. I, that's the team I would bring back. Uh, I would like to see Shanahan coach the 2010 roster before Harbaugh came in here, before Alden Smith. Uh, I'm talking Paris Harrelson, uh, Patrick Willis, uh, Tequil Spikes. Uh, who else was on that roster? Uh, Alex Smith, Frank Gore in his prime. Um, who else was here? Uh, it, it was it was a good team. I really liked that roster, and I just felt like it was so much untapped potential. Uh, I felt like those guys were very misused, and we could have definitely benefited from um, some better coaching on that on that team. So I'm going to go with the 2010 team. Uh, I think that we would be competitive against anybody right now. I now I I love your answer though. You know, I was just trying to be different. So sure. And ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. I see Brian's got joke, so we're going to get up out of here. Brian, take us home, man. All right. Mahalo and aloha. I love it. <laughs>